One financial lesson I hope we've all learned from the pandemic is that every household needs to have an emergency fund in place. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm Harry Stout, your host. The current economic environment uh, and, and the conditions that we're experiencing and the continued threat of COVID infections, maybe we'll get another variant, have us all concerned. At the same time, I know many of you have prepared for the unexpected and have made sure that your emergency fund is in place and it's adequate to meet your needs. I wanted to expand on that in this episode. And what I'm going to do is highlight for you the conditions that may require you to have a larger emergency fund than, uh, than you've planned on. And so uh, we'll go ahead and talk about that. So let's begin. One financial lesson I hope we've all learned from the pandemic is that every household needs to have an emergency fund in place. In fact, in a recent survey from Discover Personal Loans, and I'll include this in the show notes, 29% of Americans were forced to tap their emergency funds during the pandemic, and mostly to address medical expenses. So again, when you take a look at emergency funds, remember, they're intended to pay for the unexpected, helping the, uh, if you will, cover the uninsured portion of medical bills. This would include deductibles and coinsurance amounts costs related to accidents, um, house repairs, and any other similar unexpected cost that's not covered by insurance and for which you don't have another fund source. Someone else is not paying for it. So what I'll try to do in this episode is address for you why certain households need a larger emergency fund than others. Now, if you read my blog posts and you listen to our podcast episodes, I've suggested that most households should have at least six months of their monthly cash flows, including debt service in the emergency fund, six months of cash put away. There are circumstances, again, where that may not be enough. So let me give you some ideas or suggestions as to why you might need more in your emergency fund than you're currently carrying. First off, if you find yourself using credit cards often for unexpected expenses, and you're putting more, you're adding to your credit card balances, that's a great indication that you need more money in your emergency fund for these unexpected items. And again, while it's important to make sure your cash budget considers all of your normal expenses, your household has on on every month and on, on an annual basis. If you're going through a period of time when you have a whole bunch of these, you may be prone to more financial emergencies than most people. And if you're one of those folks, you're probably going to have more money stashed away in that emergency fund than others. Number two, your job situation is uncertain. Suppose you're working for a company where their financial situation is not very good or their business prospects are questionable. And you might be in a situation where your job ends or, and you know, it, it could be a, a difficult situation. You need to find a way to put away additional money because of that uncertainty. I know that's hard. And again, if you are in a profession or you're employed by that struggling company, 
keeping that extra cash on hand will give you a little extra comfort as to what's going on. Number three, suppose you have a kind of job, job skill sets, it's going to take you a while to find another job. You should have more money put away to enable you to bridge from job A to job B. And um, examples would be people who have a limited skill set and realize that they haven't upskilled, they haven't reskilled in a significant way, and uh, they're limited in their job prospects. I know that sounds cruel, but you really need to put more money away. Number four, you might need a larger emergency fund if your family's dealing with serious medical issues. If you take, have a situation where a dependent, your partner, someone is dealing with a significant illness, you're going to have ongoing medical bills and you'll have higher co-insurance amounts, higher deductible amounts, most likely until you reach your maximums under your policy. So maybe you need to put more money away. Now, remember, number one source of bankruptcy in our country today is medical costs and un unpaid medical bills. So please take a look at that. And if you are in that situation, I suggest you put more money in your emergency fund. Number five, if you're a small business owner, Sometimes small businesses, the fortunes go up and they go down. So I think it's a really good practice as a small business owner to make sure you've got a solid amount of extra cash put away to tide you over should there be a lull in your business. But in addition to that, I think it also could be an opportunity fund. So uh, many small business owners find opportunities that come up, but they don't have the cash to invest in them. If your emergency fund's a little higher, you might be able to use that cash for opportunities in addition to situations where your business hit a lull. Number six, if you're the sole breadwinner in your family, if you only have one individual working in the household, having that more money in your emergency fund is probably more prudent than ever because you have a single point of failure. If something happens with your job, something happens to your health and your family and your household's dependent on you, that's significant. So having extra money put away is a prudent approach in my, in my mind. That's number six. Now, today, I get questions all the time. Harry, where do I keep my emergency fund? Remember, emergency funds are there, and you need to have access to them, and they need to be liquid. And you need to be able to withdraw the money quickly without penalty if you need it. So a great place to have access and liquidity for your emergency fund is by putting that cash into one of the best online savings accounts you can find. And remember, those accounts are insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. They're insured up to a quarter of a million dollars. And typically the online accounts will pay four to eight times the rate of interest of brick and mortar banks. So it's a significant improvement. So let me summarize today's episode. You don't want to have too much money in an emergency fund because emergency savings don't generate much earnings for you. But on the other hand, if you have some of the characteristics we've discussed today, job uncertainty, ongoing medical costs, the need to have to retrain to get a new job, there are a number of factors that you should consider in making sure that emergency fund is the proper amount so it can tide you over in case of the unexpected. And if anything, over the last several years in our economy, we've seen that the unexpected does occur. So that's it for today. Thank you for being with us, and we look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financial Verse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. 
Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.